0: Of Stepping from one gender to another, I mean, I guess I'm imagining it might be a little bit like stepping out of a, a wrong-fitting suit of clothes into something that actually feels like it fits.
1: Yeah. The idea that I could request to be called male and, and be accepted by certain groups of people was very alluring. There was like maybe more acceptance there for me than I had found being female.
0: How did that transform your life? I mean, was it Just a small thing?
1: You know, oh, yeah, now people call me he. I think it was a really big thing. I mean, at the time, it still wasn't really accepted by mainstream culture. Like, I don't think there was a lot of awareness, at least in Canada at that point, about what a transgender person was. So I think that it definitely affected my life a lot, especially because I'm a singer. I had been singing and playing at folk festivals and releasing albums, and, you know, I happened to have a very high voice. Approaching the media with my next release, okay, now I'm going to go by he, but my voice is going to be the same, you know. So it it created a lot of um, complications. So at what point did you begin to feel like the trans man
0: label didn't quite fit either?
1: Um. I think it also happened in the same way where I met people who were, I basically moved to Montreal like five years ago. And I met um, people who were living kind of gender queer, gender-neutral kind of lives and asking to be called the they pronoun or like other gender-neutral pronouns. And so I saw this option. I guess, you know, without changing my body, I end up in all of these like absurd kind of situations, like having to argue over if I was a man or not. And At some point, you know, arguing that I was a man became very absurd because I took a, like a closer look at the gender binary. And I was like, well, but there are people who are born in male with high voices, or people who have hips, or there's all of these variances within people who aren't trans in the gender binary. And so it started to feel a bit more like a joke to me, I guess. Like just these artificial
0: labels that we ascribe yeah. to people?
1: You know, if you're like, Why can't you call me he? and someone's like, Well, you have hips and you're like, But so does he. I don't know. So I kind of Well there are a few, <laughs> there are a few other anatomical differences though. Yeah, but you know, it is on a spectrum and for me like the things that people could see in the differences just started to feel a bit like it was being more enforced on trans people than on people who are aren't transgender. So so I decided to just kind of retire. <sighs> So that's fascinating. What does that mean? How do you retire from gender? It means that I'm not doing anything to convince anyone that I'm either side of the gender binary. Now, if I want to wear like nail polish, I'm just like right on. I'm wearing nail polish. You know, because I can't actually change what people think my gender is necessarily. There's only so far you can go to convince people you are a gender. And so I retired from trying to convince people, basically. So
0: that's really interesting because that suggests that gender has everything to do with how other people see you rather than how you see yourself. What about internally, personally for you? Do you feel like I'm not a man, I'm not a woman, I'm neither or I'm both?
1: I feel like I'm neither. I mean, I think that for me, whenever I try to boil down, you know, the ways you'd behave to be a man or a woman, I always end up back in sexism. I just tried to stop ascribing, like, behavior patterns or, like, bodies or certain things to a gender so that I kind of got lost in it. (laughs) I do feel like retired. Like, I've tried a few things, though. The retirement was, like, my sort of, like, (laughs) homecoming from trying or something (laughs) to, like, really um, differentiate myself for people and tell them, like, what I was or what I wasn't. So what does it mean practically
0: to retire from gender? I mean, what have you changed about your... Lifestyle.
1: Well, fortunately, you know, I'm self-employed, so I don't have to, like, convince a boss to go along with it. And Basically, I interact a lot with media and, and different people. So it's been kind of interesting because I was out in Canada and in the States and in Europe when I was touring as a trans man. And then I was just like, OK, I guess I'm going to start going by the they pronoun. And so I came out and I made sure my publicist knew. And, and that has been really interesting because what publications will actually use it in print and and all the arguments you get into about the correctness of it. And and I was doing interviews with people in like really small towns in the prairies and, and actually like I've seen media use it in these like sort of mainstream papers in small towns, so. You know,
0: it, it seems to me like the trans community is becoming increasingly visible in North America. I mean, I just learned, for example, that there's a transgender bathroom in my kid's public high school. But to drop gender altogether seems like something that a lot of people will find a brand new idea and maybe kind of challenging. You must end up doing a lot of explaining?
1: Um, yeah, I guess so. I don't mind, though, you know. But yeah, when people ask me about...